You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everyone. I am Martina Cunha, and you're listening to Backstage Talk. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Backstage Talk. Today's guest is Rebecca Vega Romero. She is a triracial Latina performer, writer, and producer who resides in New York City with her cat. Rebecca is also a 2023 Doreen Montalvo Scholarship Honoree and a 2023 inaugural fellow for the Latinx Playwright Circle's Summer Jam Fellowship. Rebecca, I've been following you for a while and I am starstruck to have you here in Backstage Talk. Welcome! Oh, thank you so much. That's so kind of you. I just mentioned that you are a, a Doreen Montalvo scholarship honoree and part of the inaugural fellowship for the Latinx Playwright Circle Summer, but what else do we have to know about you? Well, yeah, it's been a big year for me artistically, um, and I, I feel really grateful to have those doors being open for me. Um Doreen was someone whose career I really admired, um, especially uh, being a woman in the business. It's like there are certain age markers in your head of like, oh, I should achieve this by this and this and this and this. And Doreen proved everybody wrong. Um, and the way that she just made her art, whatever that art was going to be, like whether it was being a character in a Broadway show or her cabaret work or making albums. Um, I strive to do that with my work. I always say that like, um, as an artist for me, um, I live by the Sondheim thing of content dictates form. So yes, I'm an actress and I'm a singer and I love musical theater. Musical theater is my first love, but I'm also a writer. And um, the way that I write is it doesn't, it's not, I'm not just a poet or just a playwright or a screenwriter or a novelist. It's like whatever idea, where the idea wants to go, I follow the idea. I love that. I absolutely love that. And yes, that is a lesson that Mr. Sondheim taught us. And I think <laughs> a lot of us have taken that as like our, our gospel. Um, and I just love that. I want to go back to your roots, to your beginnings. Mm -hmm and ask you, why musical theater? <laughs> um, so the family legend is that uh, when I was a little kid, I was like really little, like a toddler. My 
my family nickname was Puta. Um, I don't know if you know this about Cuban people, but they have like really mean nicknames. Like, and mine was Puta because I would break every rule. Like from the time I was like one, like if you told me to do something, I had to do the opposite. So I was notorious for climbing out of my crib. And one night I climbed out of my crib and my mother and my grandmother were watching this old black and white movie, um, Mary Martin's Peter Pan. Yeah, it's uh, Leonard Bernstein who wrote that music. And I hid behind the couch and I watched the whole thing. And when they found me at the end, I said, mommy, mommy, I want to do that. And she said, fly. And I said, sing. Um, <laughs> and I had like other influences. My my father's sister, my Thea Petuccia, was a, an incredible dancer. Um, she danced with the Tropicana back in the 1950s. Um, and then traveled the world. Um, but no one in my immediate family and no one on my mom's side had been a performer. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I loved musicals. I, I was just really persistent about um, learning everything I could about them. I love that. And what a nice story. I think that we all grew up with Mary Martin's Pitter Band. Uh, yeah. I remember having the VHS and it was like, right. wait, they're flying. And it was, it's, <laughs> it's a nice movie. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. So how has your heritage influenced your artistry? Because you are not only Latin, but also you're a Jew Latin. Um, and you are, as you said in your bio, triracial. So how has this huge baggage influenced who you mm -hmm. are as an artist? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, it's funny because I feel like there was a time in my life when it felt like baggage or like a burdensome or like, like, I don't know, everything about my identity has an asterisk. So um, I can't give you like a simple answer about who I am or where I come from. Yeah. But I'm in a phase in my life and I, I hope that this continues. It feels like a new sort of blossoming of like, I'm really grateful for that. Um, I think hmm, being Jewish has influenced me artistically in, there's um, like a core tenet of curiosity is like part of the life philosophy of Judaism. And I was really raised with that of like, find out why and like follow your interest, you know? Um, And then being Latina, for me, it's music is in my blood. And um, there's just at the, the way that I express myself and engage with the world, um, especially going to visit Cuba this past January, it was my first time getting to go home, essentially. Um, that really... Uh, clicked for me like oh I do view the world in a very Cuban Cuban American way like I, I have um there's something magical about it I don't know I can't find a better word than that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is we Latin people and 
with like this aggregates and all the stuff that we can add and all the yes ands that we put to our stories and our baggage they are always like enhancing and making this magic bigger um and we have that spice and i love it and i love that you had the chance to go back to cuba and experience that side of you and your heritage um and like connect in a different way to that. Um, what is the best thing for you about being a Latin artist? Um, the word that comes to mind is familia. Like um, in the last few years of my career, I've really connected with um, other Latina artists and that has brought out this whole other side of, of my work. Um, I don't speak Spanish fluently anymore. I grew up bilingual until I was like seven because my, I couldn't say abuela when I was a baby and it came out booba and then everyone in the family called her booba for the rest of her life. Um, my booba couldn't speak English and so I spoke Spanish only with her and she, she was like my primary caretaker um, until she moved away and so in trying to relearn Spanish as an adult. Um, and like, I, I write a lot of bilingual poetry and then like, I would start sharing it with like cast members and be like, am I getting this right? Or like, um, so like that aspect of reaching out for help and like connecting over something that in the past I felt ashamed of not knowing Spanish and then, um, one of my now really dear friends um, who I met doing West Side Story, Maria Cristina Posadaslai. She's a star. She played Anita and I was Maria. Um, but she was also working on her Spanish. And I just re vividly remember the first time we all went to the beach because it was in Florida. She brought flashcards. Um, and I was like, I, I didn't know that I could like do that, you know? Um, but it just like that kind of connection, the same thing with the times that I've been in spaces that have been exclusively for Latine artists to work on their craft. So I did the Revolucion Latina, their Beyond workshop yeah. this spring. Um, and it was so incredibly inspiring. Um, with artists from all over the world, all over the diaspora, um, working together to learn and then to create pieces of art together. And the same thing this summer with the um, Summer Jam, the LTC Summer Jam. That was, it is continuing to be a wonderful community of writers um, supporting each other and having that unique connection. I love that. Yes. And I agree with you. It's all about community and empowering one another to embrace our full Latinness. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I, I just love that. Who is your biggest Latin inspiration? Oh, my gosh. Well, really, all of these people I mentioned. Um, so and the people who run those organizations, um, Luis Salgado at Revolución Latina, and um, Daryl Alejandro Holmes, who created the Summer Jam Fellowship for the LPC. Um, just incredible artists and like very generous humans. Um, 
I mean, Celia Cruz, like, grew up obsessed with her. And um, Omara Portuondo, who's, like, in her 90s and, like, still releasing music. That incredible. Um, Cuban, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah. I have so many more I could go on. I love it. I love it. Rebecca, my last question for you is what are your top five favorite musical theater shows? Oh my God. Oh no. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I have so much trouble with this question. I love musical theater so much that it's like, oh, but I left this one out and, um, and I can't like rank them, but, um, and it's always like, oh, the last role I got to do. So, um, I love West Side Story. West Side Story has given me so much in my life. And it's just, I think it might be my favorite score to sing. Like, it, it, it feels good to me to sing. Um, the Fantastics, which is also very near and dear to my heart. Um, I love The Light in the Piazza. I love those big, sweeping, romantic scores. Um, but I also love Hamilton. And I love all of Sondheim. I really don't want to have to pick this one. <laughs> Um, but Sweeney Todd, Into the Woods, A Little Night Music is like perfectly written. Like it's like a puzzle piece. <laughs> I love that. And yes, we can, we can keep Sondheim as one show. But Sondheim, all of yeah. Sondheim shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Oh, Secret Garden was the first show I ever saw on Broadway and was just stunning. Yeah. Amazing. Rebecca, thank you so much for being here, for sharing your story. We cannot wait to keep seeing you shine and be successful. Um, thank you so much for being here. Oh my God, absolutely my pleasure. It was such an honor to talk with you. Thanks everyone for listening to this new episode of Backstage Talk. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Backstage Talk Podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.